0: Yeah, well heard. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wendy lesishi
1: And I'm George Meany.
0: And today we got some interesting things to talk about. Every single year we talk about this, so I thought maybe we can unpack it again. Um, but George, what are, you, what are we actually talking about today?
1: The 2022 Auto Trader car industry report. Now, it's not 2022 because it's last year. It covers up to the end of last year. So uh, what are the trends... What are the car buying patterns? Has it changed? What are consumers doing? What do we believe the top three trends are for 2023?
0: 100%. I think every single year we're kind of shocked at what we see. We do follow it you know, every single month, but I don't know you can shocked. never really predict yeah. what happens. Specifically in the last three years, I think I've been pleasantly surprised by some of… I've got this the cartoon
1: cat, you know, putting his finger inside a plug. Mm-hmm. Shocked. hmm
0: I mean, not that shocked, but, but <laughs> pleasantly surprised by how people. I think for me, it's how fast you know consumers you know change their shopping behavior, um, what they kind of like over the months. That for me is is kind of what's what interests me the most. But why do we actually do this report, George? Do you want to give a quick summary of you know from your perspective why you think it's important?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, in in short. The industry suffers from, or should I say, South Africa in general suffers from a lack of automotive data, really structured automotive data. Yeah, and uh, we took it on ourselves to um, to provide that data to the industry as far as we could. You know, yeah. based on on how consumers are engaging on our platform. I mean, we're the biggest automotive marketplace platform in in South Africa. <clears throat> We've got the most visitors, most engagement, um, and uh, and cars get sold off our platform every single day. Uh, and get loaded on our platform. And we've just built instant offer, which is the, um, the consumer sell side or the, or the industry buy side. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll provide data from that platform as well. So not only will we see consumer demand, which is basically what the industry report speaks to, um, and buying patterns, we'll also begin to see, uh, consumer, um, supply patterns 100%. and industry supply patterns. So, uh, so it's really because of the lack of, um, really high-quality structured data in the country, you know, 100%. at scale. That is because there's quite a there's quite a number of uh, parties providing data. Yeah, hundred percent. But the data's not at scale. Yeah, and when you
0: say at scale, you mean the size or
1: kind of representative.
0: Of the market? Of the market, okay. yes. Yeah. And because, I think from
1: a, because we because we represent probably in the region of north of 80, 85, maybe even 90% of yeah. uh, used car, vehicle searches and sales in the country, um, we uh, are represented of the automotive retail mm. industry.
0: Yeah. And I think on a daily basis, I mean, we get requests from different people within the industry sort of give us or asking for data. Yeah. Um,
1: because one, it's just
0: not readily available or you have to pay for it, whereas we kind of give it away for free.
1: Um, well, we we'll give this level of data away for free to our mm-hmm. customers. We do have a product called Fusion mm-hmm. and that gets uh, real-time live market data at granular level changes day by day.
0: 100%. I think for mm. not people who are not necessarily in industry or consumers rather, um, one thing that the industry reports do also give is transparency. It gives you an idea of where the sweet spots are for some of the most popular vehicles. So even if you are just shopping around, you want to understand what's kind of a good price point of of where the markets pricing their, their vehicles, you can always just download the reports as well and you can get some of those insights.
1: Well, whether you're a consumer, dealer, <clears throat> someone in the industry, you can download these reports at reports.autotrader.co.
0: <laughs> so what are the kind of um some of the trends that have that we spotlighted this year? Do you wanna just walk us through some of the ones and then maybe high level we can talk about them?
1: So uh key takeaways. Key takeaways uh, in this year's uh, report will be, uh, well, is, will be, is was, was, (laughs) because it's twenty twenty two. Increased uh, digital sales experiences. So uh, customers are increasingly insisting on transparency. We've seen this as a theme for you know a few years, a decade, yeah, yeah, at least. And uh, OEMs are uh, uh, looking at their own proprietary as well as as third-party digital retailing platforms. Yeah. So um, I've,
0: I've seen that quite a lot now. A lot of, um, I think a lot of people who are searching for cars don't always just go directly to the OEM. Um, and people shop and, and search for cars in different ways. So I think we've seen these OEMs or these car manufacturers reaching out to their party guys to kind of see what's the best way to kind of reach them and, you know, show them what their products are. So this is, a, it's going to happen for a few years now. It's not going to stop. This is, this is a trend that's going to be around for for years and years. But it has sped up in the last year.
1: Yeah, it uh, it definitely has. Digital retailing is a big thing. I just came back from the uh, National Automotive Dealer Association conference in uh, the United States. um, Is there anything that's kind of like stood out from from digital retailing is is just proliferating. It's, um, you know, a lot of players in in the States believe that uh, you're going to be able to click and buy a car in the future. You know, look at the likes of uh, Carvana, Carvana, however you say it. Um, um, But that's just not true. Yeah. Um. You know, and people are building digital retailing uh, pieces of software platforms that try and achieve that objective.
0: Yeah, I've seen. You know, you can go and test drive a car now. Um. In this virtual space and this digital space.
1: So, so the ones that are really successful. Yeah. Um. Which are the kind of handful of uh, top end players. Those are the guys who are re re realizing that. Digital retailing is not about solving for click and buy. Yeah, Digital retailing is about digitizing various parts of the journey and giving retailers good information on car buying trends, consumers, uh, valuations, yeah. um, all that stuff, but, re- but also realizing that fulfillment will always happen in the dealership.
0: For what, the sake of just speeding up the process, the car buying process, ultimately? Convenience. Or? So okay.
1: convenience for the consumer. Yeah, uh, you know, trying to trying to digitize the various parts of the journey.
0: Do you think we're going to get to a point where that mm-hmm. is a little bit more physical than just this digital space? I mean, I've I've experienced um, a VR, I've had a VR experience, which was one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had. But it you does still feel can't real, touch and feel, which can't, yeah. No. Um, and, so and do th- you think that's going to be a barrier for for definitely? This? I mean,
1: you like half a million rand car, yeah? Would you really buy it unseen Unseen?
0: No, but if you can. You could definitely market this to me and you can give me the feeling of it and they will get me like interested but just still still want to go drive it and, exactly
1: yeah. exactly and more so a second hand car 100%. so if anything the second the the, the the new car market you might have a consumer that buys online mm. but you don't know you last week he might have gone to test drive a car Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's not necessarily linked to his purchasing journey so so the the OEM might think he bought it online entirely but he really didn't he actually went and experienced the car at some point he's experienced the car so the dealership's important and more so for second hand cars
0: uh well i mean there is exceptions to this um for instance i know with volvo when they released the P6 recharge mm. and the P8 recharge you could buy that completely online yeah but um, it's a pocket it's a it's very a small very
1: small segment exactly. because because there was high demand, yeah. low supply. When exactly. you get us in an environment where there's high demand, low supply, at some point you're going to kind of get that niche. But in the main, that's not the case. Hundred percent. Next one is mobility as a service. We've spoken about this a few times, um, but what's the
0: future of mobility as a service in South Africa? And I think that's what is what's interesting me. Um, why why do we spotlight this specific trend?
1: So you know, people people don't want these long term contracts on cars anymore. Um, mm. I mean, it's just not. It's not the, the again the main thing that consumers do when they buy. Uh, they don't. It's it's not the you know the the Pareto eighty twenty. At mm. the moment, this is part of the twenty. Yeah. Um. Not part of the eighty. <clears throat> In so terms it, of what
0: ownership, ownership cars, versus yeah.
1: usage. Yeah. Uh, usage of a car. So mobility is a service, and we saw through the pandemic that people actually went back from using. Um, ride hailing apps mm. uh, ride hailing services and taxis and yeah. back into owning their own cars mm. so
0: <clears throat> it just depends on the time ultimately um, well what's
1: happening. Y- yeah it d- depends on the time but I think also that maybe the sweet spot is medium term car leasing mm. where you don't actually own the car you just use it
0: so I well this is also on my way to work I think it was two days ago I saw one of the car dealers of had the option of rent to own um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of—it's
1: it's kind cre- of a hybrid. It's creative finance. Yeah, ultimately, it's creative finance. So, do
0: you believe people will get to will get to a world where people don't own cars anymore, and where it's just I'm just gonna. I, I lease think we're, I think we're like a, long, a yeah.
1: long way off that. People yeah. are stuck in their ways. We're a long way off that. It's going to happen, and yeah. there's there's signs of it already. <clears throat> I was wrong with my throat. <laughs> um, there's signs of it already, but uh, um, you know, international companies are growing double digits.
0: I I remember we went to I think it was Festival Motor and I spoke to a gentleman who's the CEO of one of these companies that do that, and he told me that right now the guys who mostly do this is is businesses. So if you own, for instance, a funeral service and you need a fleet of of cars but you don't necessarily have the capital to go and buy them and outright buy them, mm-hmm. there's a great solution for that. But in terms of scale, in terms of South Africans, I think we're still very much um, a society that likes to own our vehicles. I know I do. Um, But, you know, it's also that price point of leasing it's it's so high. It's so high that it doesn't make sense to do that instead of just…
1: When the economics work, then it'll become a thing. Exactly. So so while while it's cheaper to get finance… Exactly. …and it's cheaper to get the insurance and cheaper to maintain, although maintenance is a little bit of a, a red herring because, um, you know, you don't see maintenance until much later. Yeah because of warranties but um, but while it's while it's cheaper to own financed and have insurance on the car versus leasing people are going to go for the cheaper option
0: and that is car ownership right now
1: yeah yeah it has to be cheaper so at the moment you think about it this way I want to I want to lease a car Mm -hmm. uh, or rent a car to somebody should I say not lease rent a car to you okay I buy the car VW Polo is an example yeah I pay three hundred grand for the car. Um, Okay, so now I've got to fund it. If I pay cash for the car, I want to return on my investment. Mm. What what is the what is the return that I want? Fifteen percent, twenty percent return. Okay, Um, then or I'm going to lend money from the bank. Okay, so I'm going to fund it somehow. Most of the time, you're trying to get third-party funding as much yeah. as you can in a business. So if I, get, if I get money from the bank and I get, say, prime minus two, I might be able to give that car to you under a rental for, um, for prime minus two, but then I'm not making any profit. Mm-hmm. I'll have to make it more than prime minus two. Mm. But maybe the consumer can get prime. If they just go ownership. If they go for ownership. It, for yeah. ownership. So, so the economics have to work.
0: I did see an example of this. I did an exercise to see what is the difference. And it's almost about 2,000 rand additional. Um, if you. Because
1: offer, it's because their, their profitability is built exactly. into that, see? So, yeah. so that's the, that, the, the economics is the problem. It's not the model.
0: So there are some numbers to go with this. So right now, globally, some of the figures are showing a growth of around 30% in the last year. Because they have been creative. In terms of mobility as, as, as a service instead of, of, of as, instead of ownership. So that is growing, but those are very, 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 very. Isolated instances, and I don't. Th- and you need a like a very big base. Mm. I think in South Africa, we still it's not there yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you've always, you've heard the anecdote: thirty percent of nothing is still nothing. <laughs> exactly. So you know, so if you're making a hundred rand and you grow it by thirty percent, you're making hundred and thirty. Yeah. So so the 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 base numbers are are low. Are still very low. Yeah. Um. Um. So in the context of thirty percent growth, it's it's not really that big.
0: Mm. Speaking of small bases, green initiatives. That is the. Third um, thing that's been sparse last year. I mean, the, the buzzword right now is just new energy vehicles, hybrids and electric vehicles. Um, what are the trends that you're seeing there right now?
1: Well, we're still seeing the doubling effect. Yes. Uh, search on our platform for electric vehicles, battery, electric, and hybrid. Hybrids actually got more search than, uh, than battery electric. Um, um, but the numbers, again, are still small. Mm. So, you know, 212 uh, vehicles sold in the previous year versus 500. Yeah, um, that that's still more than doubling. Mm. But if that doubling trend continues, it really exponentially grows very quickly. Yeah, it's, it's compounding. It's yeah. compounding exactly. So uh, so we're seeing the that trend continue. But uh, you know, um, what is the what is the doubling effect to infinity? I think it's um, sixty
0: four times or something. No,
1: no, I think you. you you, you know, in, in a couple of years, you get like market saturation. Mm. So, uh, so I don't believe the doubling, the doubling will continue forever. But if it does, we'll get to an EV world quite quickly, maybe five, ten years.
0: Hybrid vehicles are growing faster in terms of people buying them. Um, so that's good to see, and it's something that you've said many, you know, many, many months before this. Was you believe that hybrid is going to be kind of the stepping stone into where EV is well,
1: it's because of things like load shedding and grid infrastructure and yeah. long distance driving. I mean, um, during uh, 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 during the holidays, I, I took a drive down to the Free State um, in a hybrid vehicle. In no, in a in a diesel. Okay, not in my uh, ipace, um, and I got to my destination two hours quicker than in my ipace.
0: Two hours quicker. Um do you think that is a substantial number where people are like that's well it's so too big that like I can't do it it's,
1: it's about 20% faster mm. 20% faster than, I, than I've than i done it done that same trip in my i-pace
0: did you feel more relieved at the end of that or was it
1: no i felt a little bit more stressed and um i can tell you one thing that happened in that drive versus in my electric vehicle was um you know when you when you drive for long distances and you only stop for fuel—that's what I did. Mm. Only stop for fuel, you get this like floaty feeling mm. because you've been driving for so so long. long yeah, and uh, with the with the battery electric, because you have to stop to charge, you
0: feel a little bit more recharged. You, f-
1: you feel recharged, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually feel I, I feel like taking an extra two hours is worth it. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like work.
0: I remember I recently drove to Cape Town. Did the full drive going there? Did the full drive in one day. Coming back, did it in two days. So much better. Better, yeah.
1: I've so done the one better. day thing in, to Cape Town in a petrol vehicle before, and it's so stressful. Yeah. So you know, so if, if it took me if it took me two hours long uh, uh, longer in an i pace versus a um, versus an ice vehicle to get to. Colesburg area that's where I went um, and then then there's that same distance sort more or less to Cape Town it's a little bit further but uh, uh, to Cape Town yeah. that means you've got four hours added to your trip in an EV right now yeah If you, what if you're doing oh in an EV in an EV Yeah. yeah. four hours added to your trip but that's doable over two days it is very doable and you're relaxed when you get there exactly yeah you know, and it's, safer ultimately so in an ice vehicle you're going to do two days in an EV you will do two days too
0: mm. okay Last one I think is kind of close to the first one, which is holistic car buying experiences. So this one just speaks to the fact that people are smarter. Um, consumers are just a lot more educated with regards to how to buy, what's the options and also what are the, you know, kind of how to buy. And, and right now I think it's important or another trend that's come out is this idea that you facilitate everything with transparency and giving them the option to kind of, um, experience what the, what, what the initial product is going to be. So.
1: Well, I, I think, I think what you're talking about is, you know, car selling by the consumer. Yes, this is car selling. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's easy to get confused. Uh, the trade buys cars, yeah, but the trade also sells cars, yeah, right. So, so what we're talking about here is the car buying uh, experience um, by the uh, the industry, but more importantly, the car selling experience by the consumer. Now, yeah. um, uh, the trends over the last decade or so has been. Um, that the buying and selling, um, journey of the consumer, because when you're a consumer and you're a car buying, car buying consumer, you've usually in a car, you've got a car to sell, right? Yeah. That selling journey and the buying journey were very closely coupled. Mm. Along comes creative buying services and platforms, um, that offered the consumer different ways in which to sell their car. Yeah. And not necessarily buy a car at the, in the same journey. Um, started to create this diversion mm. um, of the of the selling journey for the consumer, and then the buying journey for the consumer. Forget mm. the other side of the trade for a second. This is just consumer selling and yeah, consumer buying. buying. So, um, so that the 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 divergence of this um, selling journey versus buying journey started to happen. Mm. Um, in which the consumer had creative ways to sell their car. Oh, I don't need to trade my car in on yeah. the car that I'm buying. I don't need to sell my car privately on a platform like autotrader.co.za. Yeah. I've got other options. And the other options actually aren't too bad. Yeah, Because you know the principle. The faster you want to sell your car, the lower the price. Yes, It's normal. Okay, if you're prepared to wait so a while, a you can, you can sell it office, private. Yada yada. You can you can sell it on autotrader as a private consumer. Yeah, and it's going to take you um, if it's if the price point is in the right place, it take you a couple of weeks to sell. Yeah, but if you want to sell it tomorrow, yeah, you're going to have to accept trade prices. Um, so creative buying services came along and gave the consumer options, mm. um, and that's good for the consumer. Um so we decided to enter this uh, this race for consumer car selling because you know we 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 believe that um the cars have to end up at the trade at the mm. dealer and at the end of the day because w- the, the the one part of the industry that's been damaged damaged is a is a uh, is probably not the right word but just so
0: like a bad reputation. Well so.
1: no the, the 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 one part that the industry has lost Yeah is the trade in. The trade in, yeah. The trade in or losing, should I say, is the trade in. So so the car dealer started losing the trade in to creative car buying services. Yeah. And the consumer loved it. Mm. And so so we launched Instant Offer to enter the race. And uh, our objective is to try and get that trade in back to the dealership.
0: It's quite interesting. But yeah, I mean we, we speak about instant offer a lot, but if you're interested in selling your car instantly or trade a seal is there. So some of the let's maybe move into some of the results that came out of the reports I think is quite important. Um is there any key highlights that you want to kind of walk us through such as what's the most searched for car, you know, what's the most viewed car and what's the most inquired car? Um
1: yeah, I mean before we before we get to the actual make model variants themselves, but yeah. uh, um, I think I think what's interesting to note is right up until the end of 2022 we were still seeing um double digit growth in uh, in in platform visits. Mm. Okay. So we we enter the pandemic um everybody starts buying things online including cars uh we see this massive buoyancy in uh, um in consumer traffic and conversion that starts to slow slightly right up until the end of last year where um uh we have still seen double digit growth in uh, in consumer platform visits yeah um and and, and so when you look back what has actually been created is a, a bit of a used car bubble, mm-hmm. because in the world where there was a lot of consumer demand, used car prices started to rise. Mm. So, so the so so I am expecting that uh, that consumer um, consumer engagement and uh, and conversion is going to slow a little bit at the beginning of this year, before it picks up again as used car prices flatten off and maybe draw, fall a bit.
0: But I don't think people are going to move off of using online platforms as no, I, think, no, I no. think that's just become no. the norm. It's,
1: now. A, it's, a, it's a price bubble. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that, that bubble has to kind of deflate a bit.
0: So, this in terms of conversions, you're saying. But basically, we will people see some sort of going
1: on, yeah. Yes, so people buying cars. I, I, I think prices are going to going to going to decline a bit mm-hmm. before uh, before the market reaches n- normality. I mean, another thing that's driving this is um, is the silicon chip shortage is now becoming a thing st- of the past.
0: Yeah, it's stabilizing a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yes. So therefore, consumers are are um, more interested in new cars too. Yeah. So that's also taking the demand away from used. Mm. So uh, so prices for used cars have to fall a little bit um, um, in order to stabilize back to normal, normal kind of uh, economics.
0: Speaking of that, so I mean we saw once again another double-digit increase in terms of prices for both used and new cars. Mm. Um, so you think that this price is not going to be the new base for much longer? You think it's definitely going to go down? Because I think that's been a big concern for a lot of consumers.
1: Well, it, it has to economics work itself out. You know, uh, uh, economics is a zero sum game. Yeah, you know, you
0: can't really game that out. You,
1: yeah, do, they do, stay
0: at this point, knows when you're buying cars ultimately, and then exactly. So, yeah. cars,
1: can't, car prices can't rise forever, and yeah. um, and and at some point, demand's going to fall, and then prices are going to fall. Hundred percent. We're probably going to see in the next couple of months.
0: So, moving on to the most searched for, <laughs> most viewed, and most inquired. Do you
1: know what that is? I do, because I'm reading it right here. <laughs> <laughs> the most search for brand... <laughs> che- <laughs> uh, my brain's only so big. Um, my most search for brand is still VW. Yeah, okay. Um, and the most search for model is still the Toyota Hilux. No surprise there. Mm, no surprise. So no cat in plug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shock there. <laughs> well, so, I mean, Toyota Hilux, I think, you know, a lot of people don't expect that one to be... Um, most searched for i thought it would be maybe most inquired um but most searched for you yeah i think that was a little bit of a change mm. from what we we used to um so, so was just remember
1: most search for is at the top of the funnel yes and then it's most viewed and then it's most inquired on so this is the most uh uh most searched, most searched for
0: brands great yeah. most viewed was bmw um and the most viewed model was also the Toyota toyolux most inquired brand was toyota no surprise there i mean it is it is a fan favorite. um but for the first time, Toyota Hilux is also the most inquired.
1: So that's interesting. That you know that is the cat in plug z- z moment. Yeah, yeah. That Toyota was the most inquired on brand, and Toyota Hilux was the most inquired on um, a model, if you yeah. if you want to call it um, in terms of inquiries. Yeah, I think that
0: for me, um, I want to witness. I want to see if that's going to stay um, the same for for the rest of the year. I think the Polo um, and some of the new hybrids are going to start you know, coming along. Plus SUVs, they're still the most popular. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a change, uh, in the coming year, but it's been interesting to see. Before we leave, um, we're going to, um, Cape Town at the end of the month for eFest.
1: Looking so forward to
0: it. Yes. For the 2023 Cape Town Grand Prix. You Um,
1: are going to ditch Formula One after this. I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Yeah, but I heard from the team Mm -hmm. that you have an unfair advantage.
0: And uh, now the whole of South <laughs>
1: Africa is going to pitch up <laughs> at your yes, front door. Yes, well, yes. Just for everybody's benefit, Wendy has a <laughs> grandstand view. You
0: can leave it just there. Just a I'm not going to tell you where
1: view. it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wendy has a grandstand view. <laughs> of the circuit he is so lucky if you guys um, watch the
0: TV you might just see me waving let, exactly. me, let, me, let me just put it like that <laughs> but um, AutoTrail is going to be also running a competition uh, where you can win um, double grandstand tickets so if you want some more information on that just go to the AutoTrail site because it's going to be it's the first time in South Africa and I think it's, it's something that um, shouldn't be missed and that's pretty much all we have time for today George
1: awesome thank you very much wins Formula 1 next month yeah much 5 go over crashing
0: <laughs> we'll see <laughs>